Good morning, RVA. It's 39 degrees, and you can expect some rain this morning and highs right around 50 as the day progresses. Looking ahead at the 10-day forecast, though, and I do see some warmer temperatures and sunnier days later this week. Not trying to jinx it, but at this point, this coming weekend looks really lovely. Water cooler. City Council will hold their second budget work session today at 12.30 p.m., the first since the mayor introduced his proposed budget last week. You can watch them get into it live via the city's website or wait until I get the audio up on The Boring Show later this week. Immediately following the budget session, council will move into their informal meeting to discuss a personnel matter and then head right on into their regularly scheduled meeting. Sounds like a lot, but because council recognizes their own limitations and, more importantly, the finiteness of time, they've continued almost everything on their agenda to a later date, giving themselves a budget buffer should they run over during this afternoon's meeting. Smart thinking, or maybe it's just that no one should sit in six hours or more of continuous meetings with the same eight people. Last week, the 2nd and 5th District Council members hosted a combined public meeting to discuss those three zoning changes, eliminating parking minimums, allowing ADUs, and tweaking the rules for Airbnbs. Over the weekend, Councilmember Jordan sent out a PDF of the city's presentation in her 2nd District newsletter, and honestly, I think it's one of the better slide decks I've seen on complicated zoning issues. I love how city staff broke up each zoning change into what is the context, what changes are we proposing, and what are the benefits. So smart and easy to understand. Presentation formatting aside, I've said for however long we've been kicking around these three zoning changes that I support getting rid of parking minimums and permitting ADUs everywhere, but the lack of a residency requirement in the Airbnb tweaks made me nervous. Nervous that someone could buy up 10 homes in a neighborhood just for Airbnbs and remove a ton of housing off the market. However, it looks like the Department of Planning and Development Review has come up with a compromise to retain the residency requirement in residential zones and remove it in mixed-use zones. So, You'd only be able to Airbnb the home you live in in the neighborhood like Ginner Park, but you could buy a bunch of condos in Scott's Edition and run a small Airbnb empire. I'm not smart enough to think through all the impacts this change will have, but I'm glad to see a compromise in the direction of, we need more places for people to actually live. In 2022, local artist Faith Roland was hit by a driver at the intersection of Cowardin and Bainbridge. The driver fled the scene, leaving Roland in the middle of the street with life-threatening injuries. Roland survived, and yesterday, RVA Mag published a letter she wrote to the person who hit her with their car. You should read it, but fair warning, it's very intense. Nathaniel Klein at the Virginia Mercury continues to follow the Virginia Department of Education's attempts to roll out a history and social sciences standard. Criticisms of the third times the charm draft still seem serious, but maybe have started to scale down in scope from the earlier draft's large-scale mistakes and omissions. The Oscars, a.k.a. the 95th Academy Awards, were last night, and to be conversant with the movie people in your life, you can find the full list of winners over on Wikipedia. Truly one of the best movies I saw last year. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Film Editing. Michelle Yeoh became the first woman of color to win the Best Actress Award since Halle Berry in 2002 for Monsters Ball. RRR, easily the most fun film I watched in a long time, won Best Original Song for Natu Natu, which you should stop whatever you're doing right now and go watch it on YouTube immediately. The 2023 NCAA tournament bracket was finalized yesterday, and to be conversant with the sports people in your life, you can find the full bracket over on the NCAA's website. Probably most important for local folks, number 12 VCU will face number 5 St. Mary's on Friday, and number 4 Virginia will take on number 3 Furman on Thursday. This morning's long read is titled, Listen Up. These are the silent letters of the English language. Spoiler, every language in the alphabet can be silent except for V and sometimes R. I'd never thought about this before. English truly is the Wild West or Outback Steakhouse of languages. Here's an excerpt. 
You probably already know that English features many, many words with silent letters, letters that appear in words but aren't pronounced and often make us wonder what they are even doing there. For example, the letter B in the words debt and thumb, or whatever the heck is going on in the words colonel, Q, and bourgeoisie. Even though you're probably already familiar with silent letters, you might not realize just how many words in English actually use them. To demonstrate just how common these silent letters actually are, we quietly gathered up as a list of as many examples of silent letters as we could find. If you'd like to suggest a long read to show up here, go chip in a couple of bucks on the old Patreon. That's patreon.com slash gmrva. This morning's picture of the day is a picture of a forsythia that I swear I'm going to chop back this year and encourage to look more like a bush and less like a dangly yellow spider. Intro and outro music by Matt Fisher, and you can find links to all these stories and more in the show notes or on gmrva.com.